Hey, Joey, why are you looking so down? Oh, hey, Sully. Uh, you know, I just, you know, me and words, they're always popping up in front of me and I'm getting confused. And I got this new one here. It's just uh, staring me right in the face. It's, you ever seen something like this? Just look at this. It says, Plum? Plum? Hey, look, Joey, I listen to podcasts. That's the hottest new podcast network going, Plum. Plum? Well, what the heck does it stand for? Well, it stands for whatever you want. It was started out pro wrestling only mostly when that was a handful. And now it's whatever you want. Pro- Podcasting with old men. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Great shows. We got Days of Thunder where Dave and Lee watched 1998 WCW Thunder and shit on it. It's great. We got mm-hmm. Military Industrial Suplex. Tom Batista, he's talked to all kinds of crazy motherfuckers. Johnny Sorrow, Billy Jack Haynes, Kelly T. Nelson, tons of them. And three shows from one guy named Jeffrey. Boom goes the dynamite. I love the name reviewing AEW Dynamite. Strong style story, busting balls. We got it all. Oh yeah, plum. Now that you say this, I remember they've also got that 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 throw the years that ROH history podcast. Yeah, as as, as well as the aforementioned Kelly T. Nelson on International House of Combat, where and him and Steve watch along with historical international wrestling. And there's a show called Yours, Mine, and the Truth, where this guy loves a shitty band. And a show called Gideon Guys, where one guy loves a shitty TV show. It's yeah. the best. I think I've heard about those two guys. Yet, even though they got this shitty taste, they are hung like moose. Horses. That's, Horses. that's impressive. That's moose cool. So, so this is it. Yeah, that's right. I know I'd heard the word before. It's Plum, Plum Network. It's a, it's a positive word of mouth. It's the police women of Memphis' favorite podcast network. Everybody should be tuning in to Plum. All this time, partner, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Welcome to World Cast. I'm Pete. I'm with Kelly and Johnny. Kelly, man, how you doing? Doing pretty good, brother. Awesome to hear it, man. Johnny, man, what's going on, brother? I'm doing great. As I told you guys um, before we start recording, real quick, tell everyone, just got done playing a doubleheader with my li- coach of my Little League team up in beautiful Estes Park, Colorado, where the first game, we lost 15-0 to a, a competitive team that had been playing together for quite some time. And then the second, the second game... Now that when once we knew that, my boys went out there and kicked their ass until the last inning because I put in a kid who wanted to pitch, even though he's not a great pitcher. But we proved our point. <laughs> if Kelly and I don't react, this is the third time Kelly's heard the story. Yes, Kelly's heard the story. I feel like I'm listening to Sparky Anderson, you know, tell the tales of his career. So. Oh yeah, well, well, be, be thankful. Be thankful it's not Earl Weaver. Okay. 
Well, today we're we're not we're gonna take a little detour, kinda, to Greenville, Texas, where I found a, um, uh, a uh, I guess it's a fundraiser that World Class did at a school on February I'm on January twelfth, nineteen eighty four, and it's a handheld, and it's in a high school gymnasium. I would say, man, it looked like about two thousand, a thousand to two thousand people in there. What what do you think, John? It, it was it was pretty full. It was, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was pretty full cool. to the rafters, though, right? Yeah, you can see because yeah. at the very top of the stairs of the gym were the cool smoker kids just hanging out up there from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see the, the fore crowd in the beginning on the ground on the floor where the person was videotaping it. <laughs> you can see them turning around and looking at other people up in the audience behind it. So you're mm-hmm. assuming it looked just as full on that side also because i mean everyone i'm sure every one of you guys have been in a basketball gym before a high school gym you know it's it's bleachers on the sidelines and nothing really mm-hmm. behind the courts behind the baskets and stuff um so yeah and, and this was a freaking rowdy i don't want to say rowdy but i've 100 percent behind their baby faces these guys Loved their baby phases. You Not say? all of them did. Not all of them did. There was a few, few heel fans, that's for sure. Okay. The girl. No, the girl who was in the foreground of the shot, the young lady, who adored yeah. missing Link, uh, cheering for all the heels. But, of course, not. They would never boo the Von Eriks. No, 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 no. no. But I the mean, undercar- no, Johnny Mantell was getting a bigger reaction than... 99% of the baby faces today. Oh, it was I mean, insane. It was insane. I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I, I mean, I think Dolph Ziggler would die when he was a baby face. He got a reaction like this. He'd, he would just retire. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't know most of these baby faces nowadays wouldn't know what to do. I mean, Vince would strap him up if they got a Johnny Mantel reaction. Well, <laughs> well, then again, also you have to take into account like, sure. Come hang out at ringside. And try to get autographs, but we've seen that with John Johnny Mantel, yeah. you know, at the Sportatorium, and it's around the corner. The entire ring was surrounded yeah. by people waving pictures that were not of Johnny Mantel. One of them had a picture that was the Von Eric family. They just signed this. I went, how many things yeah. did he sign that did not have his picture on it? it yeah, was, it was a mob scene. It was on every baby face. It was a mob scene. And yeah, it was, we'll get into it all, but, uh, I thought it was a fun look. Uh, I don't think the wrestling was all great, but you know what? It was a spot show and and a fundraiser in a high school gymnasium. So, you know, there was plenty of limitations on what they really could do. Uh, but you know, I, I thought, yeah, I thought for what, what it was, just on the reaction alone, I enjoyed what I was watching. Uh, cause you just, I mean, that's just, that's the whole point of, of working in front of a live crowd is getting those type of reactions. And, and I agree with that. And that's what, I, yes. And the wrestling is what it is, but I found that amongst many other things, very interesting is knowing that they were not performing in front of their normal audience. This is, a, mm-hmm. I mean, they're true. Sure, there's tons of people there who love wrestling and there's wrestling fans. There, but there's yeah, I mean, this is Greenville, there. Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. So, I mean, it's yeah. right in their hut, in their will, you know, in their zone. Right. But what I'm saying is not everybody there was a wrestling fan. Some people there because it was a big school event. Right. And, uh, and, but 
but what I saw was, and we'll get to it in the Mantel match, but this is when I really first noticed it. It's they don't know that someone's filming it, nor do would they care. And because of the makeup of that crowd, they were wrestling to the crowd reactions yeah. more than they do, even in this era, on television where they've got a set amount of time and it's formatted. Even in 1984, world-class, it's formatted. So they can't just work and feel the crowd. But there's moments in this where, okay, if they just if they start chanting, go so-and-so, go, that's the time for me to get my comeback. And it's yeah to watch yeah there's definitely mm-hmm. a lot of more working to the crowd um and then you really see especially if you watch a lot of modern wrestling because a lot of modern wrestling it's so so constricted where you, you know you call this thing in the back and you're not deviating from what's going on uh and here this is all all straight feel uh i mean most of these matchups of like john john we were talking before is we've all seen them before uh, but this is in a different, different uh, bubble. Um, whew, why don't we start with the first match? Um, and it, it's 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 they, it's opens up with Iceman Parsons versus Super D. Um, the audio here is off on this thing. The tra- and it's because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they edited it to show on world class television. They spliced that. Uh, where they announced the card on on the world class uh, Saturday Night Show uh, into the mm-hmm. match, and then it caused the the audio to get to completely be off on this match. Did yes. you guys notice that? Oh yes, he did. And here's where yeah, I yeah. think here's what I think this kid did. Okay, and he wasn't good enough to fix it, but here's what he did. But let's move back just a second because this is one of those school shows where the faculty gets to be part of the show. I've heard of I've ne- I've never saw it in my school, but like when the Globetrotters would come, oh, of course, you know, yeah, some one of the teachers gets to be part of a bit, and uh, they're doing this mm. here because there's a guy who I would guess is either the janitor or the gym teacher who's walking around ringside in a jacket that says "official second." I'm like who the fuck's this guy? And the principal <laughs> is opening the show, and he's not happy about this he he's very like i don't know if this was a good idea you know and because he he's like all right just to let you know there's any problems we've got police officers and you know you could come see me if i could do something i'll try you know he's not he's not pleased with this he thinks this could go terribly wrong and then he announces the ring announcer, says his name, which I could not make out, and he's in a tux, and they boo the living shit out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> boo, boo. And the kid starts doing close-ups on him, and he starts doing close-ups on the teacher, uh, the principal, and especially this guy. And I'm like, what does he teach? What is his position at the school that these kids hate him? They just boo the shit out of him. And – I mean, he's the mean gym teacher. that have to be. He's the mean gym teacher. And then when, like, suddenly it cuts to Mark Lawrence from the TV show announcing this card, like you said, Pete. And it comes back in. And then it starts going on a repeat. And I'm thinking, am I tripping? And then I was like, oh, I know what he's doing. He, and the he, answer was, yes, you were tripping. Well, no, I but, wasn't. I, don't, also, I yeah. don't do that anymore. I haven't okay. been, I haven't. I haven't touched anything like that in no, okay. 15 years. But I'm sorry, you're baked though, but go on. Uh, no, no, not even that, man. And uh, had a few beers, but, okay. you, know, you know, loosen the cocks. But I was like, 
but then I saw what happened. Then he was he he included that to let people know what this is. And he, he this kid's working with 1984 VCR to VCR, whatever's in the AV club. You know, he's it, he's trying his best. Because then it comes back and he's got the sound off off of the uh, the teacher, but he's doing no. He, I'm sorry. He goes back. He puts um the Mark Lorenz part back in but with no audio, but it's slow. So he's trying to match the lips to, cause it's the audio of the principal. And like, Oh, I know what he's doing. He's trying to make fun of him. He's trying to edit this to make fun of him. You can see by the shots he takes and of who he's taking it. And I was like, that's what he's doing. He's trying to make the principal look silly. He's, okay. He's, let me, I, I guarantee get it. Let me, let me touch. Okay. Some of that might be true, but I'm going to say where I got this from is the ring announcers YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Mm. So it's not just these matches. He has a bunch of matches where he's done ring announcing for. So it's actually his, I think it's, it's I think it's might be, his, I don't think it's a kid. I think it's his wife uh, recording it. Well, I'd look into that because this this looks because, like I mean, he has footage, John. I mean, if it was a kid, uh, we we he has stuff from 1984 to we has one he has a a show from 1990 with Steve Austin and okay. Chris Adams doing their feud. That, he has stuff from '96 uh, handhelds with him doing the ring mm-hmm. announcing. So and there's at one point the the camera uh, zooms in on the ring announcer yeah. at ringside. And he looks at the camera, and now it makes sense now that you mentioned it that it was yeah. His wife. So I don't think he was making fun yeah. of the ring announcer. I think it was his wife, girlfriend, maybe a son. Uh, but maybe, I maybe, okay, maybe it was his son. His son edited it, and his son is a smartass and tried and did that. You know, we can, we can come together in the middle on this because well, it was, we're not coming together. Period. Okay, it was your, one of those. This is all your hypothetical. <laughs> I'm, I'm dealing with stone cold facts, what I know. Okay, and you're dealing with maybe this has a scenario, so there's look, nothing to come together. <laughs> look, look, because at one point this is a dark side of the moon Wizard of Oz thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing here. Yeah, you know, and it ruins. You're sounding, you're sounding like one of them anti-mask guys right now. How in the <laughs> world does how? Yes, how, wait, that doesn't make any sense. It does because it's you're dealing with all hypotheticals. <laughs> dealing with no factual. Uh, I'm dealing with whatever. what I saw with my own eyes, my my friend. <laughs> I saw this with my own so, eyes. So and, it's his YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, and I think maybe the booing might have been because the audio was off, and this the booing was actually for when Link uh, entered the ring. Well, the ring announcer definitely got booed. Did he? Okay, he got oh, booed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. but that was a common thing that would yeah. happen. Like when I went to shows in the early '90s, we just rode the ring announcer mercilessly the whole night. <laughs> okay. Really? That's never was, I've, that was never a thing. I, oh, really? We, we, we didn't even do that in Philadelphia, you animal. <laughs> well, Calgary's a different animal, man. <laughs> I guess so. Holy shit. <laughs> but I mean, I, but I do like you actually came up with a backstory for all, for the kid, for this, we don't even know if it's a kid. Um, it'll be, I prefer, oh, um, I prefer, you, hey, look, look, you know what? I'm well, going to down you already, uh, this guy, the, the second referee is already the principal or whatever, someone important in the faculty. Well, it was like definitely, 
It was definitely the principal who was opening the show and telling everyone to behave or we'll right, throw okay. your ass out of jail. And yeah, suddenly, principal or superintendent, one of the two. Yeah, and suddenly sure, there's right. also a guy who's only there for one match with a that says official second, who's never been at any world class thing before. No, no, yeah, he was definitely uh, someone. He might he have been the, the person who came up with the fundraiser. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna go with what ifs and, and oh, well, let me, okay, here's I'm gonna download I'm gonna download this match, and I'm gonna put it up <laughs> in my, on my own Google Drive. And any of you listeners who want to watch and come to your own conclusions, you can uh, contact me. On well, Twitter, we'll link the YouTube I'll, channel. We'll uh, we'll link the YouTube channel yeah, in, okay. the, in the notes. Yeah, so. okay. yeah. If it's so, on the YouTube, you tell me. Yeah, so you don't even have to bother Johnny and his his make believe Google Drive like he really has one. <laughs> What are you talking about? What, how do you think? How do you think I? How do you think I record Gideon guys and share it? I would assume with uh, like the same way Kelly does this. I uh, no it's Google Drive. Huh? I use Google Drive. The files are, are okay. Too, All too right, big. there you go. I'm a good sorry. thing we're wrapping up the show because we're just we're falling apart here. All <laughs> we right. can't get along anymore. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to 1984 and what we can, we can like speculate on some wrestling here mm-hmm. instead of people we don't even know. Kelly, what do you think of Missing Link and the baby face of the night, Johnny Mantel here? I mean, right off the bat, baby face galore here. Yeah, I mean, my first I'm sorry, were, I meant, I'm sorry, yeah, it starts off with Super D and Iceman. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, whichever. I mean, I actually watched Link versus Mantel first. So did I. I thought it was the first match, but yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, Iceman and Super D is obviously first because they introduced the show before the match. Um, and then the, the principal says if, if if all goes well, we'll come back in April and yeah. maybe at the football stadium. Oh, right, right. For the, for the next show. I don't know if that happened. They did, they, there's not. a later show. Um, I, don't, I don't think it was on the football field, though. Okay. But I mean, yeah, I talk about like all time rabid, crazy crowds just surrounding the ring, bunch of kids and teenagers. 90% kids, right? Screaming. What yeah. Say, I've seen clips of from kids? the show. Uh, well, or teenagers are, are, are younger, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it, it was such, yeah, like there was no, it wasn't your typical. Um, old elderly crowd or anything like that. That's for sure. It was yeah. like mostly kids. Yeah, it wasn't um, the melting pot. And this was just a great snapshot of. No, I guess not. No, uh, a great snapshot of the time, just to to show you like the peak of the the Von Erichs phenomenon. Because this is in January. You know, if if listeners are wondering, we've gone back a couple months to do this show because the the David tribute was a, a March show. So we've gone back a couple months. So this was, yeah, the, the territory was just molten hot. Von Erichs were gods. And this is just a great like snapshot to show that and like how big it was. Because I'd seen clips of this, like I think it was the Von Erich, um, or maybe it was the Adams-Garvin match, where it was on Twitter and then, you know, it was posted because they wanted to show how crazy it was with all the fans up close to ringside. It's just amazing. It's a really cool thing to see. Um, as for the matches, yeah, I mean, this one especially with the audio out of sync and it just wasn't really that good anyway. 
Um, Iceman's wearing brown tights, which was an unfortunate choice. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just hard to get into this because there was no audio or I was out of sync or I just muted it. Uh, and it was a headlock fest. Um, Iceman dominated almost like a Backland-esque fashion going back to the headlocks over and over again. And then when uh, Super D takes over, he works a headlock for quite some time. And, you know, my enthusiasm for wrestling has been, you know, slowly being drained away. And this match definitely wasn't helping in that regard. Um, so it ends with an Iceman comeback that's cut off briefly, but then Iceman cradles Super D for a flash pin. And yeah. It, other than that, though, it was it was not much. This would have been a poor match at the Sportatorium, I think. What about you, John? What do you think about this, man? Um, well, I just think that when the boys got there, they're like, all these rats are either 12 or 48. This sucks. And, uh, but these kids, these audience, they, <laughs> they, <laughs> wait for it. Because a lot of these people aren't wrestling fans, per se, they're yelling, Hit them with a body slam. Body slam. They're, they just want to see body slams. They give yelling for them all night long. I think it's very charming. Um, and uh, at one point, there's a quick fast forward. I'm trying to fix this. Uh, and that's just really it. I mean, it's, it, but then uh, they, I just wrote down the heat. It's, it's off the charts. These people are having so much fun. No wonder yeah. the, the no wonder the principal is like there might be a fucking riot. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, this it's that's exactly what it was. It was a much funner time and a simpler time. Uh, it is, I you know I enjoyed I actually enjoyed Iceman's uh, shine because because of uh, his charisma. He was able to carry the headlock set segments. Now, when Super D did it, he doesn't have the charisma that Iceman has, and it did get boring as hell. Uh, but I thought the early portions were fun. And, again, the, just the crowd heat is just – I mean, not, I mean, this, the, the noise this crowd is making. And it's what you – like Johnny said, not all of them might have been wrestling fans, but by God, they, they – I'd much rather – I'd much rather perform in front of this crowd uh, than, I've, than a lot of crowds uh, today. Yeah, and on top of, and on top of everything, Pete. They sorry. They announced at the end, or the, the, this is like, and everyone just uh, get ready for the the raffle. Someone's gonna win a new TV set. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, Cornette was doing that in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in, up until the nineties. So. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you can win a VCR. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know it was just fun. I've I've been to some fun indie fundraisers and uh, they're neat. Um, and they they do a good they they do a good thing. I've done gone down uh, to Atlanta for Russell Action a few times, and they they and, and you know and like here clearly this was like a two hour show. Promoters, yeah, look at that. I mean, you can do a show under in two hours and have and be and it be fun and. You don't need to go for five hours, and I and a lot of the indie shows nowadays, those these things are going five six hours. I I'll give like a promoter like a Matt Griffin or a, a Dylan Hales. I'll give them a prop because they keep their shows under three hours, and and it makes you 
it makes you want to come back for more. Some of these shows I've been to uh, from Indies, they're like five, six hours long. It's like you don't want to ever go back again because how fucking long nah. it is. Uh, dude, tell me about it. I mean, I didn't mind it so much myself, but even I, those Ring of Honor Jersey All-Pro uh, mm-hmm. shows from 2005, six, some of those were fucking long especially ring of honor shows there was some of those that were all day affairs yeah it's like what are you doing to people it's like people and i don't know how you promote and make i mean obviously you're probably not paying much paying the talent much because i don't know how you can have a make money on a 14 match show with five five multi-man matches or whatever i never understood that look here here we had four matches all singles matches you had eight Eight people and two valets on this show for a mm-hmm. fundraiser. They probably got 2,000 people in there, probably paying five to ten bucks a ticket. Uh, and they may be, and the, and the people still, you know, you're still able to pay uh, the, the, the wrestlers. Uh, so yeah, it shows what you can do if you like, like, that's how I like you look at some of these shows, and it's like, how do these people make money if you're paying everybody? And that's if you're paying everybody. Um, <laughs> Next match, Missing Link and Johnny Mantel, Kelly's foil, his hate, his hated rival, having this incredible babyface reaction. I, I got to ask him first, John, because okay, you know, Kelly's been the an- biggest anti-Johnny Mantel wrestling pers- person on the planet. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. Well, then again, not a whole lot know. of people talk, talk yeah. about Johnny Mantel. I think I think I, I tend I mean, to th- the whole super push eighty three thing wasn't me being sarcastic. I mean, it kind of was, <laughs> but okay, it totally was. But I don't hate Johnny Mantel. I think I think, I, I think I'm the one who's had the most vitriol towards uh, young. See, Johnny. no, you had verbiage, you did, yeah. John, but you at least acknowledged that he was talented and he was doing stuff that you just didn't enjoy. Kelly was just like. I'm coming up with stuff I had a left field on them on for like, so let's hear it, big guy. Well, no, he grew on me. I mean, I, I couldn't deny, like at first I thought he was dull, but when he got rid of the singlet, he actually improved for whatever reason. Aesthetic and, reasons, yeah. Um, yeah, he, well, aesthetically, but also just, he seemed to improve as a baby face and, and just an overall worker. And so, yeah, here, I mean, of course, he's fodder for the hot new heel, Missing Link. But, yeah, I mean, huge pop for uh, for Mantel. Huge pop for his dropkick that sends Link out of the ring. The, the crowd went nuts for that. Yeah. And this was, yeah, so this was the first match I watched. So, yeah, I was, I was fascinated by everything in the crowd. There was this, this quote-unquote tough guy stalking around i don't know if he was a fan or if he was supposed to be kind of security the the guy wearing or the teenager wearing the the camo t-shirt okay he uh, no no guys, he, no, he yeah. was the assistant what was his deal he was an that's assistant a, okay that's what i figured by the end yeah because yeah. i saw at first i thought he was just a, a prick that thought he was gonna you know act tough to the wrestlers or he's showing off I thought girl or something like I that. I thought the same thing. And then the guy with the official second shirt comes up and tells him to go do something. He kind of nods his head and goes that way. So I'm like, okay, that's the janitor. Yeah. That's the young assistant janitor. Got it. Yeah. And he had like a name tag or some sort of sticker 
on the front of his shirt, I could see that later. So yeah, but still, I, I, yeah, at first I thought he was just one of those, you know, guys who thought they were tough or something. And, and mind you, this had uh, security and cops anyway. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Johnny gets a huge Johnny go Johnny go chant. That was actually like shaking the rafters. Yeah, it so was. Loud. So yeah, of course they loved to. Uh, I loved Mantel. He got a I big comeback. Faces, you know? but, uh, I mean, I think Kelly, me or you, Johnny Sorrow here could have come out there as a baby, came out of the baby face side and, and got a fucking pop. I don't know. I don't know about me. <laughs> I think I could have. I could have done a Kamala belly rub. Oh, well, okay, no, if I came out dressed as Kamala, <laughs> then sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that would, I mean, that would be very woke of you. <laughs> oh, I, well, well, 1984. 1984. Come on. Yeah, I guess you could pull blackface <laughs> off in 1984. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and no, not no, get no. deleted. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, I wouldn't use any blackface. Okay, okay. Would I would just like them all. Okay, I would just, just use the moon and stars. The, 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 the white, the white. Okay, got gotcha. Yeah, I'd be the great white whale of the jungle. Okay. <laughs> You'd be like a Gilligan's Island guy. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I would look. I would look just as authentically um, <laughs> a, a Polynesian as the extras on Gilligan's. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the finish was kind of botched. Uh, Link was supposed to slam Mantel, and they, they got screwed up. And then they just ran it again immediately. Um, and then a headbutt off the top rope by Link ends things. And yeah, the the teenage girl that you saw in front of the camera, all show. She was a big Missing Link fan. Mm-hmm. She was screaming and and jumping up and down for him. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's fitting, and the show is is, is coming to an end because you know our technology is is failing us. Uh, Pete has vanished. His computer is broken down. Mm. Uh, hopefully, he can make it to the finish line. Uh, for the next few episodes before we call it quits with number 100. But uh, regardless, it's just you and I left here, Johnny. Right. So what did you feel about this uh, this barn burner between Missing Link and, and Johnny Mantel? Well, first of all, just hats off to Pete, another fallen warrior. You know, you know, I don't know if I believe him. He really wants out of this gig. <laughs> yeah, he's he's I mean, down to faking computer troubles. <laughs> you know, come on, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm trying to wrap it up as fast as possible. <laughs> We're going to be skipping here. I was going to save this until the end to explain things, but I may as well talk about it now. We're going to be skipping nine episodes and going straight to the David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions to yeah. end things starting next week. So we're, we're trying to finish this ga- yeah. damn thing before people, you know, quit in frustration and then just, you know, who knows what happens. I don't know. So I don't, if, if this, hopefully if, Pete if, can hang in there. If this does end up being the last one, the sixth sense of humor in me goes, I'm not bad going out on watching a, 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 a high school gym go fucking apeshit for wrestling. So... <laughs> I'm fine dying on that hill. <laughs> so, <laughs> the strange end of the world cast show. I do. Oh, high school ma, spot chef's show. kiss. Chef's kiss. That's how you go out. That's how you finish, yeah. boys. I guess that's um, almost almost fitting. But yeah, the one girl. They're all going apeshit for Johnny Mantel. But that one girl right there. She's going. Come on, Link. Come on, Link. And uh, 
She's taking she's she's got her camera out taking pictures of the missing link. She's taking pictures everywhere. She's got to get a few pictures of the link. Yeah, but that was awesome. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, so she would have been 14 at this time. I would have been 14 at mm-hmm. this time. Mm. My dream girl, my soulmate, was in te- Greenville, Texas. Greenville, uh, Texas. We never yeah. met. That's why we never met. We were the same age. We both like the heels. Uh, what could have been? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of this, and the match was what it was. And uh, the uh, the freeze frame at the end of this match, because we watched these matches in <laughs> four different files, is of two little high school girls about 12 13 maybe one as her has her eyes closed and her tongue out and is shaking her hands just having a conniption fit and the other <laughs> one and the other one is taking the time to do a little pose and put it all out there like a, a young curly sue and it's awesome <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> I so was dreading watching. <laughs> yeah, there was so many cool little things. <laughs> I was so dreading watching this thing, Kel. And uh, then when I realized what it was, I was like, oh, oh, this is fun. This is cool. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it totally brought hey, guess me who's back. back. Guess who's back? Oh, he's back? Yeah, he's coming back oh, right now. Bro. We wrote him off yeah, here too, goes. too soon. He somehow heard us going, fuck you. <laughs> you can't bury me. Well, we didn't really do that, though. Pete, we completely didn't bury you. Just just letting you know. <laughs> That's whatever. I'm kidding. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. So if it goes down one more time, I'll drop out. Okay, dude. Where are we at? We just finished Link Mantel. Yeah, if you have any thoughts on Link Mantel, otherwise, on to the next one. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Um, yeah, I just that is just the crowd just loved Mantel. Uh, next up is Kevin Von Erich versus Buddy Roberts, and you'd think that'd be the main event. The reason they don't have it as the main event is because I guess Kevin lives really close by and it's a real close shot, so he wanted to leave early. So he went. They made the, the Von Erich match the third. Uh, next to the semi main. Um, so uh, really, <laughs> again, I can't see how much how over these baby faces are. Uh, what about you, John? What do you think of the match? I'm more stunned by the fact that in a four match show, Kevin's like, I don't, I'll, I gotta get home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so I didn't realize that because I watched them in a different order. I assumed this was the main event. Yeah. Uh, and boy, that crowd goes ape shit. That whole thing, you you always hear that, those stories about when you saw the Von Erics, it was like seeing rock stars stories, and you, you hear it at the Sportatorium, sure, and at the, the other stuff. This is, what, this is what I'm talking about. They're reacting like these are big-time stars in front of them. And Kevin's, like, facial school. reactions to the – to the react to the crowd is he's almost almost stunned how over he is, you know. Oh yeah, he's like it's it's wild, dude. I mean, this is that like to these a lot to a lot of these kids who don't get to go see wrestling. That's probably why they 
they, uh, whoever came up with the idea was like, hey, let's bring it here and we can raise some money. And you got all these kids who, whose parents are never going to take them to the Sportatorium. Yeah, there are huge ever. stores on, uh, you had huge stars off of uh, the Sportatorium TV and the, yeah. the, uh, this and the is, Saturday night. Yeah. yeah this mean, is like seeing, this is like seeing the biggest stars in the world at, at yeah. your school. You know, yeah, it's so, like seeing Hamilton <laughs> at your school. Yeah, well, that means well. Yeah. I would, okay, I wouldn't compare it to Hamilton, but it, it, it's well, cool. we just compare it to rock stars. I mean, why not? Oh yeah, okay. I'll I'll let that. Oh yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. It's it's what what we're saying is it's huge to these people, and you can tell. And I loved it. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I don't care how the matches go because you barely make them out anyway because it's. In the front of the shot is the two young ladies. There's a guy with a bald spot in, in, on his head blocking shit the entire time. He moves around a little at some, but and it's fine because what we're experiencing is I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm there. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, and when and, you're short, yeah, yeah, you're really, really short. <laughs> and um, the cops are strutting around ringside to make sure that nothing goes fucking wild. Because that crowd is again out of fucking control, and some fat fuck in the front row trying to uh, do something, get, get involved a little bit. It, it, at this point, I was just I was more overwhelmed with this crowd reaction than the match. I was like, "Match is what it is. It looks like two professionals have done this literally a billion times, and we, as we can attest to." And they start <laughs> chanting, "We want the claw. We want the claw." I thought I heard, "We want blood. We want blood." At one point, but a little bit, I think it's there was a little there was a bit. mix, and then the claw overwhelmed the blood. That's chain. exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. Okay, good. I didn't know if that was my imagination, or because if I was in this crowd, I'd be yelling, "We want blood!" If I was fourteen years old, I'd be <laughs> in a big bad way, and I just thought this was amazing. Like I, I was just so entertained by being immersed in that audience and their reaction to this. And uh, that I, I was stunned. It was yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> the reactions, and I mean they're really not doing a whole lot. They're doing. Kevin did his token spots. We got yeah, the, it's funny. you know he did the body scissors. He did that rolling wrist lock into the drop kick. Uh, you know, and I'm a mark for those spots. Uh, but yeah, they just uh, the crowd just eats that shit up. Uh, we we get a we uh, we get a baldy chant and. I'm like, Buddy Roberts is <laughs> yeah. not bald anymore. I wish I had his hairline at this point. Um, you know, I, I I like it. You know, it's a typical match. Buddy, actually, he looks like he gets a little bit more heat than he normally would at a sportatorium match. Oh, totally. Uh, uh, on, on Kevin. Kevin actually sold a little bit more than he would for the because there's no TV cameras there. So we kind of got to look at Kevin more. a little bit more. He's a little bit more selfish. Uh, with the cameras in front of him, uh, but a little bit more giving with the uh, with no with no cameras in front of him. So, so do you think? He, so, so do you think when he found out this was filmed, he got mad? He went to the locker room and stiff, buddy. <laughs> uh, you give him a drop kick right in the kisser. Uh, what do you think, Kelly? Uh yeah. I mean, yeah. I was all about the crowd for this one. Just absolutely insane. Reaction for Kevin is just unbelievable how how over he was, how over the brothers were. And, yeah, you mentioned the Baldy chant. There was a fan saying, well, he's got hair again. Like, you know yeah. <laughs> I think there was, I think, a, like, probably a group of teenage heel <laughs> fans 
like further back and and they were <laughs> they were setting the record straight on the with the bald each it was the principal uh-huh. he was just like what what, what, is, oh, what kind of bullshit did i allow in my school but he also was cool because then also you got you heard a lot of the sportatorium chants like go home freebirds uh-huh. you know oh uh, yeah they, they yeah, were doing yeah. what they know from television yeah yeah oh yeah all the favorites were used tonight at one point or another uh, yeah, I mean, you, Pete, you said Kevin was a bit more giving. I don't know. I, I s- still think he was a shine addict at this time. And then this Oh, you tell me, he still took a lot of, don't get me wrong, but normally in like a six-minute match, he would take five of it. Here in like a 15-minute match, he I think he gave Buddy like five minutes of the shot of, of a heat segment mm-hmm. in between. Yeah. So he, yeah, was no. still, he still took 65% um, of the match. But uh, oh, uh, but but normally it's like eighty percent he's taken ninety percent. Yeah, and then the finish was obstructed because the at this point the person filming moved to the left for whatever reason and was the camera was behind a bunch of fans so you couldn't even see like yeah. you could see Kevin shook the ropes to make Buddy fall off but then you couldn't even really see what the pin was but. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So, it's, so, if, it's, so you know, then if it was the ring, you know, judge the matches. If it was the ring announcer's kid uh, filming this, boy, he got a beating when his dad saw that. He's like, you missed. The yeah. <laughs> totally missed the finish. Yeah, that's like uh, Kevin Dunn or yeah. whoever you want to say screwing things up. Yeah. Well, the next uh, match <laughs> is the main event: Chris Adams with uh, Sunshine versus Jimmy Garvin with precious they had the cops were here the cops were positioned i don't know if you guys noticed it but they, i'm sure you guys did they were they were on point on following the valets they were mm-hmm. like you saw the one where precious wherever precious went there was a cop right behind her um you could also call this he's pulling my heart much from that lady in the uh, yeah, uh, yes, that's Texas. That's Texan. It's Jesse Ventura would say that's Texican for hair. Um, uh, it was it just the reactions here was funny. Adams must have signed autographs for eight freaking minutes. Or I know, I know. I've seen I've seen autograph signings go less than what Chris Adams was signing. I mean, oh, bloody hell. What did Fritz talk me into? Oh, it's yeah. part of the fun. It's part of the fundraiser. You gotta sign every last fucking autograph. Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> Sunshine got done, done, and we just started talking to Bronco because he just uh-huh. didn't have it. But it's you still. The oh, ridiculously over. Um, yeah, it just, just is. This is just nuts. And I thought this was technically the best match. Uh, but they were doing a lot of just stuff to re- just get reactions. There's a lot of arm drags and 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 working an arm uh, doing a key lock and and just you know just so the crowd would get a reaction. But but fuck, this is the best finish of the show. Uh, it was a great finish on any show. Um, what do you think of the match there, uh, 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 Johnny? Um, well. They were chanting, "We want precious. We want precious." And I was like, "Where is she? Is she there?" Did I miss her? She was at the beginning, but I think they sent her back for whatever reason before the match started. Then she was there for the finish. She was in. She was definitely in the ring at the beginning. She was there at the beginning. She was there at the end. I think she was just on the other side. I didn't see her at the end. Okay, she was there at the end. 
Uh, I think we saw. I think she was. She might might have gone in the back, but I thought the other cop was on her, on point, on her, just like the way they were on Sunshine. Uh, see, when I saw that, I just thought that cop, the creepy cop, is just following her around. She's like, "Get away from me!" Oh, I thought they were specific <laughs> you, to make sure. You're right. No, you're no absolutely. One, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Jimmy Garvin was like, "Listen, officer, <laughs> I don't want any one of these drunk fathers getting anywhere near my wife." Thank my you. wife or my cousin over there. Or my, or my cousin, exactly. <laughs> Twice removed, so it's okay if we kiss. <laughs> In certain I mean, parts of Texas and Tennessee. Right, I know you, you understand that. You're from Greenville, right? <laughs> you know, that's, you know if, if this was 2020, it'd be okay because of the coronavirus. That's why it spreads here in Texas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, so they're hot for sunshine too. I mean, I, there was lots of sunshine chance. Oh, but, they're ridiculous. Yeah, but, yeah, oh, but, yeah, 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 but yeah. she's not allowed to sign autographs, like you said. She's she was signing. Well, she signed some. Okay, yeah, she, oh, she was, was signing. Signed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not okay. like Adam. She just gave up after a while. Uh, okay, she was like, yeah. she got yelled at by Fritz. I'm not signing every fucking autograph. Sorry. Uh, some some kids waving uh, the. The car, you know, the things you put in the the shot, the storefronts to advertise the local yes. wrestling cards. Um, yeah, his kid had one, and he's being carried it over by the people, and he's waving it for someone to sign it. And I was like, this poor dying boy just wants his thing signed. Someone <laughs> signed it, and someone did at some point. Oh man, people are going ape shit, and the the girls, the my you know my my soulmate from Texas. She's all about gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, too. Big fan. Her and her friend. They're all about Jimmy Garvin. And I just, I'd be like, oh, if I couldn't have fallen. Just when I thought I couldn't have fallen in love with the back of your head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're closer to Texas now, Johnny. Maybe you could go you look her, her up. Is she out there? She's yeah. out there somewhere. <laughs> she might be. Yeah. She's out there somewhere, guys. So, someone find that, that woman for me. Ugh. She looks like he's like, you don't look anything like gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Sorry. Yuck. <laughs> well, actually, you kind of do now. I do now. Yeah. Actually, now, now that you mention it, <laughs> now that you mention it, I'm, I'm pretty much a dead ringer for gorgeous Jimmy Garvin now. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, I'd vote you closest to look like Jimmy Garvin than the <laughs> I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to argue this point at all. That is absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> but I had the same thing when the woman went he, she, he pulled his hair I was like oh I'm so glad you brought that up that was so funny this was just I don't I, everything was super fun someone was yelling don't throw stuff in the ring and that's when the the principal was like fucking told you so no football stadium fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm just I, Throughout all this, I just became immersed, and I felt like I was part of this crowd. And I, yeah, you know, I, for, yeah. for a show yeah. with really lacking the matches, like there's no, nothing you'd ever even put on a match of the year list, or uh, you guys have got to see this match, you know, brother. <laughs> this was so much fun because of the atmosphere. It's like it's like being at a really cool party in a way. Yeah, it's like well, it's like to spend how long all together was it? An hour? And- uh, yeah, probably a little over an hour. A little over an hour, yeah. and a lot of it was just I'm twenty minutes of it between all the baby faces, autograph signings. Yeah, which is fun to watch too. Because <laughs> yeah, 
but you put you watch this with your earphones on your earbuds in and it feels like an immersive experience at this high school gym and so check the you to the link uh yeah it was actually probably more to an hour and a half because i think three okay, of the still then the adams <laughs> and the uh vice man were over 20 plus and kevin's was like 18 and and the links match uh was like yeah. 12 or 13. Well, I mean, there's a lot you could fast forward through, but check it out. Give it a shot because it's fun. It's a, it's, it, I had a, a surprisingly good time watching this. What about you, Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, I mean, this feed was so hot at this time as we've recounted over the months, the, the sunshine actually. So this is January. So her turn was only a couple months prior to this. So she was still pretty fresh. Was a baby phase. Adams was super hot. Garvin and Precious had great heat as heels, and yeah, you know my main notes from this are the the lady who kept uh, yelling about the hair pulling <laughs> that Jimmy Garvin was pulling Chris Adams' hair. Because I'll go back to the early '90s in Calgary, the shows we went to. Actually, Travis, he he was. We all went together. It was a whole bunch of us from our high school, and there was this one old fan he had to be god he may have even been in his 80s and he'd probably been going to shows in calgary since the fucking 40s and was he, yeah and all he would do was would whenever a heel had a hair pull he'd scream hair hair he's got the hair ref he's got the hair <laughs> he'd keep going and going he's got the trunks he's got the trunks He's got a, and then if a foreign object, he's got a, you know, brass ducks, brass ducks, screaming and <laughs> frothing. And <laughs> anyway, so this woman was not quite as awesome. anim- animated as, as that guy, but she just kept going. He's pulling his hair. He's pulling his hair on and on and on and on and on. Um, yeah. So that was that. I loved that part of the match. It totally brought me back. Yeah. And you felt like you're a part of the crowd. This is a cool experience. I don't watch a ton of, handheld uh wrestling videos uh or ever have ever done so over the years uh, most of them they're not this close to the ring <laughs> yeah. usually it's in the, the nosebleeds or whatever or up in the uh not nowhere near as close so this yeah. is this is a cool experience i would definitely uh, watch more yeah the, the way yeah, i like handhelds fun. is because the heat you can always hear the heat really well on the on the handheld right i've always wondered how the hell can a freaking shitty ass i mean Shitty ass camcorder back in the day. Uh, you can't get the sound better than the freaking television company, which I don't. I don't know, but uh, well, the, yeah. it's a production production stuff too. Yeah, you, know, you have to you know. miking of the announcers and, yeah. and this and that and because yeah. because as we said, you know, as the sound goes, you know, Fritz was ahead of his time. You know, he was the first to really start bringing in production you know fritz fritz's production birthed all of this every modern wrestling yeah it really did he was the first one to do it differently like a television show and it changed and it it, it, it you we all know that vince stole it was inspired by it however you want to say it but it, the evidence is clear and boom there you go he he was the he was the smart of all of it well, I got to say, this is a lot of fun. I, I think I think both of you guys yeah. agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. Real good oh, totally snapshot. Great choice, Pete. Great choice. Good snapshot. Um, 
Well, okay. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, Johnny and Gideon guys, anything you want to uh, Yeah. Mention? Well, of uh, number one, uh, Travis and I will be recording our next episode of Gideon Guys tomorrow, and it'll be out next week. It's the second-to-last episode of season one, and which is awesome. It's, it feels like it should be the finale. I always felt like it felt like the finale. And then I remembered that the last episode actually was the finale, and that one kind of sucks. But this one, ah, it's great, and I can't wait to talk about it. And that's here on the Plum Podcast Network, one of many shows on Plum, Pete. <laughs> Pete's getting out right at the time. He's like, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. Exactly. I was just thinking that. <laughs> no, you read my but, mind. Uh-uh, <laughs> we're sticking with it, buddy. We're sticking with it. <laughs> and you know, this time you're Whoa. making up a story. It actually makes this actually worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Listen to the, the shows on the Palm, all kinds of different shows, hardly any wrestling shows anymore. You know, it's who needs wrestling really. Right. Yeah. You know, the, I'm fully into comic books and um, yeah, we don't have a comic book show, but that's something that, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm sure we will at some point. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Maybe we'll just talk about like the end here of Worldcast and how we're going to do things just to wrap things up. So I mentioned it when Pete dropped out of the call that, yeah, we're going to skip the next nine episodes. I know it's been, I, I, I kind of feel bad about it because we haven't skipped any episodes before. Don't feel we, bad about it. Don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> we, we, there was, there was a few episodes that, yeah, there's a few episodes that aren't <laughs> on the network. So we, we didn't review those obviously, but yeah, I'm so burnt out on wrestling. I just can't do it. I can't do nine more sportatorium shows before the parade of champions. So sorry, we're going to skip nine shows. And the next episode Uh-oh. will be part part one, part one of the Parade of Champions, the David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions from May 1984. And that'll be two episodes. And then episode 99 will be the final, well, for us, the final Sportatorium show that we're going to look at, which has also um, Flair versus Carey, the rematch from Parade of Champions that I've never seen before. So that's what we're going to go out on. And then number 100 will be like an epilogue, I think, where we kind of sum things up, talk about our favorite matches from the run, favorite wrestlers. And then, well, I think we should talk about, especially you, you two guys should talk about what happens after, like in ni- late 1984, 1985, oh, yeah. just, just like a little bit, just, and, and, you know, because I know we're going to be missing, yeah, we're going to be missing some cool stuff. So we can maybe just talk about some of the highlights that we're going to miss. Of it, it, we, I think Pete and I can do a very short synopsis of keep it. Yeah, short. yeah, nothing lengthy. Uh, just like yeah. hit some high notes, and then yeah, then we're we're done. Um, so yeah, that's that's how we're going to wrap things up. So we'll be stagger, staggering those episodes out in the next few weeks. In about yeah, it'll take about a month to get everything done. And then uh, who knows? Who knows? And I'll be on. I'll be out of town at the first week of August, so we'll probably might be a little longer than that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be also out of town at the first week of August. So. Okay. Yeah, but we'll we'll get it all done. Yeah. Unless unless Texas gets a shutdown and then I can't, but hopefully that's not <laughs> happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're slowly dribbling to our death. Just. <laughs> yes. Just just like Titans did. <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of. But we're going to get to 100. That was a goal of mine. I wanted mm-hmm. to. Yeah, with with Titans, it's almost, almost like Parv decided to quit. And it was like Eric, it was Flair and Eric Bischoff. What? Disband the horseman? Well, we didn't really have much choice in the matter. I thought, well, and it was also becoming untenable because I'm like, you're like, we got to make it work for him. And it was like, yeah, it was was so hard with a guy on the other side of the world. Which we felt bad about it when we were like, we got to make it work for him. That means we have to get up at midnight on a Saturday night and record a three hour podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, uh, if you will. All right, everyone. Have a great week, weekend, weekday, weekday, weekdaws, and have a great one. We'll see you next time at the, at the clash, at the clash, at the clash. That's your, parade, parade of champions. Yeah, parade of clash. Yeah. <laughs> that's, your right. be, that, that's your best outro yet. Mwah. I Chef's doubt kiss. it. Chef's Laters. Kiss.